So what am I here for? The color? They've been through all day, but so am I. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a row, betting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of the library, where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of them thoughts. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and Latoya, it's second to none. All right. I wanted to do the intro. Well, that's tough. Well, I think you did the intro last week because you screwed it all up again. Yeah, but I still wanted to yeah. do it. I was all like pre prepped this morning. Well, you know, it's tough. <sighs> okay. Because you are the star of the show, right? Uh, welcome to episode <laughs> number 172. Uh, this mm -hmm. is season nine of In the Stacks. Really? Is it? I don't know. I don't, you no, stopped. You, you used to you used to like have a paper where yeah. you keep up with this all the, the stuff. This is the last episode of the season. We're in really? season five. Yeah. Awesome. So we're like going on hiatus after 12. this one. Yeah, I guess. Huh. Or we okay. can. <laughs> well, um, well, before. you know, now that you have your own show with your wife, which is now making me jealous. Yeah, I have lots of shows and, I'm on. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, you are like the co-host of that yeah. show as well. Well, you know, you, I don't think we've even introduced ourselves. Uh, this is Barry. <laughs> and Latoya. Yes. And, or better uh, known as Cracker and Black Love. No, you know, you're <laughs> Mocahannas. Yeah, 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 but I think Black Love is kind of cool. Yeah, especially in light of, of the fact that you are broken, much as that description was being applied to Rihanna and <sighs> Chris Brown. Okay. Yesterday, uh, Joel Taylor, uh, who is with Profidio Consulting, was here. He was oh, attempting yeah. to do consulting with you about your relationship, which is one of the services they provide. Mm -hmm. um, as usual, you ignored all the sensible advice that was given. And, uh, you know, there you go. I mean, I mean, you know, he's getting paid regardless. He can give his, <laughs> his advice. So you see, don't what have does to it take matter? It. Exactly. You don't have to take it. You know, but uh, if you would like to listen to, uh, you know, some good advice... Uh, mostly he was agreeing with me. Um, you know, you can contact ProVideo Consulting. They're on the web at... ProVideoConsulting.com. There you go. And now it's it's spelled funny, though. It's not spelled yes, like V-I-D-E-O. It's V-I-D-I-O. Yeah. Because that's got flavor. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, so actually, you know, the, the, in addition to the relationship consulting, they do consulting for computers and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> So if you have computer or, you know, couples therapy, mm -hmm. you can contact Joel. Mm -hmm. um, before we get too far into this, uh, all the opinions and viewpoints expressed in the show do not necessarily reflect the opinions or viewpoints of the Library Board of Trustees, any of our staff, any of our funding agencies, or necessarily of myself. If I say something that offends you, please keep in mind I am playing a character exaggerated for the purposes of comedy, and that in truth I agree with you. Whatever your opinions are. <laughs> uh, Latoya, on the other hand, generally says what she actually believes. Yep. So if she offends you, that let me know and you know there will be a <laughs> reprimand. Um, so we're actually into the episode. Uh, you started off by uh, trying to pimp out Uber Geeks, which mm -hmm. is my other show. Um, yeah, it's recorded at uh, uh, Kitchen Table Studio. <laughs> um, and tonight is actually going to be episode two. Okay. Um, I did listen to the first episode, which was good. Yeah, yeah. I impressed you with some of my editing, audio editing yeah. there and stuff. And as far as the content, I did enjoy the whole superhero, you know, who would you hook up with kind right, of thing. Right, who would you hook up with, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I, 
I, you know, I told her ahead of time when she was saying she was going to reverse the question. I was like, oh, you're going to ask me what five super male superheroes I would be mm-hmm. unable to say no to? <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was it was fun. It was different, you know. Um, you know. But, yeah, now I'm thinking you're not going to want to do this show. Well, apparently funny. Thursday is my podcast day. Mm-hmm. And so I have two shows to do. Um, but, you know, it's interesting. We'll see how it goes uh, in, in the future. Uh, that show's a little different. You know, it's not yes. as focused on the library as this one is. Right, right. So, <laughs> you know. But, um, yeah, we should start with some, oh, if you're interested in Uber Geeks, go to barrierace.net. Or Facebook. Or you Facebook, find, you can find Uber Geeks. Are you going to have, like, a Twitter account? Geeks. No plan yet. You can also go to iTunes and search for it. It's there. As a matter of fact, if you type in Uber Geeks, there are other Uber Geek podcasts that you know, I've been up there for like five, six years. Nobody's updating them. Ours is the first one that comes up, though. Okay. Um, and it's the one with, it has a logo. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, go check it out if you want to have more Barry in your life. Well, you have to tell them about what it, what it entails. Well, as, yeah, you know, as the name suggests, it's Uber Geeky. <laughs> uh, Uber Geeks, uh, we talk about everything that's related to geek stuff. So we talk about movies and TVs and games and comic books and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the question for uh, for Carrie tonight, uh, instead of stumping the chump on that, on that show, every week I ask her a question. And I have to give her some time to prep to think about it. Um, no, you should so, do on-the-spot So the questions. question for this week is what five movies or television shows you would like to live in? Wow. Um, and so far... on the prairie. Really? But then, you know, if you, if you like, stub your toe, you're going to die. I mean, they have no doctors. <laughs> but I mean, the I mean whole they had a doc, family, but come family. on. You know, he's going to stick, like, a leech on you or something. Whatever. And so, so that's I'm, my problem, is there's lots of things. It's like, oh, it'd be cute to, like, live in this household, like, mm-hmm. with the Huxtables. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, I don't that know. I was some of that, that stuff too. is kind of, like, screwed up that goes on on those shows. I mean, you're getting run into by Stevie Wonder and stuff, you know. I so, know. I mean, would you pick, like... All my children, or something. well, you know, and I was having trouble because I'm sure or, at some point she's going to ask me what what yeah. I would do. And I, Star Trek was the first. Or was it married with? Yeah. Anyway, Star Trek came immediately to mind. I would love okay. to live in Star Trek, and and what really appeals to me about Star Trek isn't necessarily being like you know in Starfleet, but the fact that apparently for the most part in the future you can do whatever fulfills you. Okay. And that's it. You know, I mean, on DS9, they kind of played with the fact that some people had money. You know, they had that little, right, yeah. you know, Latin so, I mean, or whatever. You, but for the you... most part, you know, people just do what they do because they love it. So would you actually pick one of the Star Treks or just in the Star Trek universe? Oh, just, you know, somewhere, I guess, in the TNG era. Oh, okay. Because okay. you know, uh, before Dominion War, I guess, you know. <laughs> You know, maybe avoid the board. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that generally, I, I would think Star Trek would be a great place to live. And um, and also maybe Paradise, which was a movie in which Willie Ames was stuck on a deserted island with Phoebe Cates. That might be nice. Because of course, would I, would like want, I would want to, with, yeah, get yeah. rid of Willie. Mm-hmm. Willie would have an accident soon after I arrived, <laughs> and then it would just be me and Phoebe Cates. Hmm. Um, that, that would be my second choice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, mine was actually um, the Cosby show. Yeah, and I thought about that. I, th- I was torn between that or the Brady Bunch. I don't know. I wouldn't do that. I think the Brady Bunch is, would be No, fun. there's just too many people. And it's so people. harmless. No, but there's too many people in the house. Well, there's a lot of people in the Huxable but house. But there are more kids on the, the um, Brady Bunch than there are people in the Huxable house. Because he had, what, three kids? Four? What? Were you talking about the Brady Bunch? No, the Huxables. Oh, they had three each, but... They had four. Um, I think they had five, didn't they? No, they had... they had Rudy. Yeah. They had... Oh. Um, 
They had the two daughters. Right, and then... And then they had um, a son. son. I thought there was somebody else. Mm -mm. I mean, they had, you know... Oh, Lisa Bonet. Well, well, she was one of the two daughters. No, there were three daughters. Remember the oldest? Oh, you're right. Denise you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah Denise had moved. There's the one who married um, the 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 guy. Um, <laughs> the guy. <laughs> you know, who, yeah, Eldon. He, she yeah. married Eldon, and then there was um, Tempest Bledsoe. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there. I guess there were five kids. Yes, because there are four daughters. Right, and one son. son, and then of course, I guess then they introduced the granddaughter. Um, right. Yeah. Olivia. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, I like that house. And, and and then they, you know, they had the cousins from like Brooklyn or whatever who came and lived with them for a while. Because I, I liked her because she had a friend, and I love how her friend talked because she had a boyfriend named Lance, and she was like, Lance, mm-hmm. what what are you doing, Lance? I like how she said Lance. Yeah, that was hilarious. So. And I yeah, I remember the Lance character. Yeah. But yeah, I can't think of it. I mean, a cockroach. I'm yes. a cockroach. <laughs> Being put on the spot. Yeah, I can't really think of any others besides yeah. Little House on the Prairie and. And the yeah. Cosby Show. I'm wondering. I'm curious what um, Carrie will name. Yeah, she. She. I told her not to tell me. So she's yeah. apparently made her notes. You know. Um, I mean, there are a lot of things I thought of that would be kind of cool, like you know, like Star Wars. But you know, people get blown yeah. up. I yeah. Mean, planets mm -hmm. get blown yeah. up. In Star Wars <laughs> left and right. You know. It's one of those. Um, it's cool to observe, but not be a part of. Yeah. You know. And I mean, I loved the movie Blade Runner, but I wouldn't want to live in that. No. That's horrible. No. You know. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, I was I was trying to decide which Phoebe Kate's world I would want to live in. Um, <laughs> you didn't want to live well, in Fast, Fast Times. Times. Fast Times, you know, is pretty much the real world. Yeah. Um, so the whole point is to pick something that's not. Well, really Paradise real. though. No, Paradise is just me and her. You know? <laughs> in the real world, I mean, let's be honest. You know, I might not succeed in wooing her. <laughs> you might not. <laughs> all right, but on a desert island, I'm the only 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 option. Okay. She might get lonely at some point. <laughs> You know, I just play my cards right, you know, bring her some coconuts every morning, very soon. Me you and see, Phoebe. a world I definitely wouldn't want to be <laughs> a part of would be like Tosh or something. That would be kind that of is, crazy. That is our world. Yeah, but it, that's just disturbing to live continually in that We are in that world. No, I'm able to filter other stuff out, but to live full on in the Tosh world, no. That's because that's that's you're ignoring the stuff all around you. I guess so. Anyway, I guess we should talk about library stuff, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, AARP is here today. Yep. Um, the American Association, uh, is it for or of retired people? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway, they're here doing um, tax assistance for low income or old people. And uh, <laughs> you can come down. It's free. Uh, they're here from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. every Thursday. And, Until uh, tax season is up. Right. And they've had a pretty good turnout. Yes. So that's great. Um, also, we've had a, a new program kind of start up the past few weeks, which is a game night, which occurs in the afternoons. Yes. On Mondays. <laughs> um, if I'd been involved in the planning, I probably would have, I don't know about game night with the, from four to six. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, that, that's I what mean, I'm going with because that's what I, I found a picture for it for the slides. All this oh, stuff's okay. a game night, but because I was about to say you could certainly change the name of the event because yeah, it's kind of silly that yeah, it's not at night. But uh, it's been very successful. Mm -hmm. um, I think the first week there were like a handful, but week two had like, like twenty, 20 people. Mm -hmm. That's that's awesome. And of course, there they get to play on the Wii. Um, what is it? An Xbox Jerry mm -hmm. brought in. And then, of course, traditional board games and, and card, card games. games. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Now, you know, no craps. I don't think we're not doing craps. <laughs> yeah, no dice, poker, yeah, that kind right. of stuff. Right, but I mean, they put Uno <laughs> yes. stuff like that. Uh, we do ask there's no wagering on the games. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jerrion is uh, good for that. He he's mm-hmm. He claims to be unbeaten in any game. Yes. Yeah, he, that's so, his claim. Yeah, so you can come down and, uh, and challenge him. Um, also, see what else is going on around here. Tomorrow we're hosting the uh, Pines Executive Committee. Oh, yeah, I'd manage to forget all about yeah. that. So we probably need to, to pick up some snacker rolls and so forth. You can pick up some snacker rolls. Yeah, and, uh, but we're going to be in that meeting probably from about 10 to 12 or so. You're um, dragging me to the meeting because I told you I didn't want to go. Yeah, you're going to sit there on the side and speak when spoken to. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have a tendency to like you know start speaking a little too much. Whatever. But I mean, uh, don't they have rules with regards to the audience participating? Well, you're supposed to ask to be recognized. You know, we have there, there are participation rules. Yeah. But you know, frequently. That's like the arc like meetings. Um, it's funny because uh, to me, sitting at the table should only be members. Right. Everybody else should be sitting wherever or standing. Yeah, I agree. You know, but people kind of drift in and out. So, like, at the last RPLAC meeting, people were, like, trying to take votes and stuff. And I was like, what are you voting, Joe? And Joe's like, I'm not on RPLAC, you know. Wow. And, uh, well, see, I could, tonight, um, I could certainly rearrange that room. Because we don't know how many people are going to show up, right? Well, there's nine people on the committee. Right. But, I mean, as far as the audience, right. I need to yeah, change no... the, the configuration of the room and then add in some chairs. Generally, an executive committee meeting, if it's just an executive committee meeting... Um, there's not a, nearly as many as, like, show up at our plaque. Yeah, but I'll um, still prep for it. Just, yeah. you know, worst case scenario. Um, see what's going on. We had I a turned meeting in yesterday. My, oh, go ahead. Yeah, we had, yeah we had a quarterly meeting yesterday, and unfortunately, of course, it was somewhat pre-planning for the <laughs> summer reading club, and then Anne brings up library fair at the same time, and it's like, you can't do that. That's not allowed. I was really uh, upset. I was, I was fine with all the discussion, and then it hit me. That I'm going to have to make all those damn sign-up <laughs> yes. sheets and the rule sheets and stuff. I That was so annoying this year, last year. But, I mean, at this point, it's just editing. And no, all no. That, that's all it should have been last year, too, it, right? It should have been. Okay, yeah. but then things keep changing. Well, that's on Anne, and you know that's Anne. So. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying it's on you. I'm just saying it's going to be an annoying experience. Yes, it will be, and that's why I, I, I've removed myself from that experience. I have you. You can have the headache of this experience. I, I might just, I, I might others. just teach, uh, you know, um, what Dabney or something. Sue, how to do it. <laughs> Here you go, Sue. Yeah. It's your department. You're working with Anne. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she does like to play around with that. Yeah, kind she of loves stuff, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I have to get, I guess, the uh, the artwork and stuff mm-hmm. and, and all that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, so summer reading club's coming up, and uh, yeah. then library fair. Yay. And then my evaluation again. Maybe you'll get it on time this year. Yeah, well, we'll see. Okay. Um, on that new form, the new old form. Yeah, they may have approved by then. Sure. But <laughs> I, I turned in uh, our, our budget request to the city today. I was going to say that I saw the, the attachment you were missing. It says our current, our total current budget or something is, and there's nothing after that. That's weird because uh, I know I pasted it into the... Uh, the word file because I copied that in fact and pasted it from there yeah, it into there. the letter yeah because it's toward the bottom I mean you have up top 
in bold one, but there's reference to it again below, and there's uh, nothing there. I may have just forgot to delete that down at the bottom. Okay. But, um... In your letter, you talked about how unfair it was. And... Yeah, I took out uh, most of the bolding this time. Last mm-hmm. year, I was very bold yes. all over the place. This year, I was like, well... Well, see, I realized... I, I changed I... the last paragraph to say how much we appreciated yeah. their support. Well, I, so I, read, I actually read the, the letter, and I was like, I think you forgot to put in there, in your whole thing about, you know, both entities have to agree, blah, 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 to also highlight the fact that they're on different fiscal years. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't, you know? I, I didn't ever get into that. I mean, you know, the city... Even if they, they revise the service delivery agreement, they're not going to be able to force the county to go into the same fiscal well, year. I, I realize that, but that's also part of the headache. Yeah. You know, so in addition to the fact that they both have to agree, inevitably we'll be hitting one in the middle of their fiscal year. Yeah. And I did think yeah. it was funny because last year I remember asking them, you know, do I really need to fill, to give you all this information because mm-hmm. I'm not getting any money? And, uh, and they're like, oh, yes. But this year, and I don't recall it saying this last year, the first sentence says, if you would like to file a funding request, please. If you would please like get, to. And I was like, if you would like to. I mean, like, I, I mean. I guess it's just a formality. but I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I just thought it was funny that they made it sound like that I had an option. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, yeah, I, mean, I we guess don't I could just say, option. I could just say, oh, we don't want any money. Or we wish that we could. Get right. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and I've, I've thought about that, just that, you know, just requesting whatever Something I want. Something arbitrary, no, knowing <laughs> that you're never going to get it. it would go through. <laughs> you know, maybe what they can do instead of, like, obviously they're not going to increase the budget, which when you mention that, it's like, we've received one increase in 10 years. I'm like, yeah, and that money disappeared. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, mean, I, I did not disappear. Mm. It was it was applied in various areas and spent. That makes it sound like, you know, something funny went on. No, some, so they, it, no, they gave us no. Some money, that money went away. It went away in that the amount of money they cut from the lake was equivalent to the amount of money we got to begin with. So that's what I was like. All right, yeah, we got an increase, but then they chopped yeah. it away. Well, but you know, again, that's the city gave us an increase, you know, <gasps> and then the county took an increase away. So it was kind of a wash, but sure, okay, you can yeah. look at it that way. You know, I mean, I, I'm still much happier with the city. Yeah, and unfortunately... Although the people of the county are fine, upstanding people who are dealing with a difficult situation. Yeah, sure. But I know that um, after next year, then, um, or beginning next year, yes. they'll be our... Beginning the next The county year. will be our primary funding, which is certainly disturbing since they don't pay Well, the, Well, as, as they told me yesterday, they were unaware that they had That they're two months paid. behind. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, they're going to fix that. Yeah. Um, we'll probably have the same conversation in a couple weeks. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else library going on? I think that's the employee of the month was uh, Kathleen Fisher for yeah. February. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathleen works in circulation. Mm-hmm. And um, see, we shipped uh, Virginia off to Miami. Uh, Virginia Green went to Miami for a uh, Knight Foundation shindig. Yeah. And uh, came back. Uh, still in one piece. Yeah. Well, you know, and she almost didn't get into her hotel room. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, oh, they don't have my reservation. It's I was like, like, there was a little bit of a debacle there. Well, you know, I mean, I I don't know what happened, you know, because uh, I mean, me and her both had the confirmation. So, I mean, I had it and I sent it to her. And yeah. I had the email where she says, I've got it. You know, but apparently the hotel had didn't. a record of it. Oh, so okay. Because, yeah, I think she said that she ended up having to stay, like, at a different hotel or something. Um, I didn't that, think she did. Like, the first night, or, like, she had to um, pay out of pocket for one night or something. I don't know. Because I know yeah. she's getting a reimbursement. Yeah. But, 
So, yeah, so she went to that. Um, we had our new employee, Dawn Heap, start. Yes, she started yesterday. Mm-hmm. She took... Um, but Joel apparently thought place. she was uh, cute or something. Really? Not to, get, not to get him in trouble, but... Well, he is into white girls. Yeah. So as she was leaving, he was like, he was he was making vague <laughs> comments to me, and I was like, uh, "What are you talking about?" And he was like, "All right, okay, <laughs> yeah, see, I, I've got to see that." Yeah. Um, Joel also available for consulting about uh, <laughs> you know, hotties. Apparently. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think there's really much. Going on, we're still having issues with not being able to hit our web page internally, but I mean, yeah, I, I don't know why well, you're in the happening. library. Why do you need to get on our website? Exactly. So. Um, okay, I guess we should move on. We're already 20 minutes into the show. Uh, what's Latoya's people in a minute? Um, or as Joel likes to call it, people in 45 minutes. Yes, yes. I'm actually going to make it short this time. I'm just going to mention the stuff. Um, apparently, Snooky is pregnant, she's um, from. Was that Jersey Shore and about to do a spinoff show yeah. with Jay Wow? <laughs> I'm not really, I'm not into the show, but I know it's like a huge thing. I guess one of my friends on Facebook yesterday posted that he uh, he was going to make a confession that he would do Snooky, and he said that he was, he was he felt good getting that that shame that's, out in the open. That's kind of like nasty. Yeah, I don't think she's attractive. Mm. No, no. I mean, you know, look, I mean, she's not like the elephant man. But, <laughs> you know, she she would not be on my list of the first several well, thousand even, people yes, I think exactly. of. Yes, exactly. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, there'd be a lot of people before I got to Snooky. Yeah. But, you know, apparently it's, you know, her and her boyfriend's child or whatever, which I guess is good that it belongs to him. But um, anyway, moving on. Yesterday, unfortunately. Oh, Lilo did, news. You know, Lindsay Lohan is uh, going to be on SNL. Yes. I read the article about how, yes. you know, the the, um, the judge had praised her and blah, 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 and how she's getting her life back yeah. together. She's not into the party scene anymore. She looks anymore. so weird now. Yes. She, first of all, she looks like she's 40. And she looks like she's, like, she, strung out on well, crack she, To me, coke. she looks like she's 40, and she's had work done to try and look younger. Wow. Because well, she, just it, looks she very... looks like she looks like Melanie Griffith right before Melanie Griffith went into like the freak yeah, stage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Because now, I mean, you know, look, I love Antonio Banderas. He's a great guy. I don't know him personally, but he seems like he's <laughs> wonderful, you know? He's a good looking dude. Mm-hmm. Melanie Griffith at one time was beautiful. Very attractive. Mm-hmm. Now, not so much. Now she's kind of like that lady who had herself changed into like a cat. Yes. You know, yes. I mean, she's kind of, you know, it's kind of, wow. You know, they were at the Oscars. They showed the yeah, both of them. Yeah. And I noticed they, they always try and shoot it so you see him. Yeah. You, yeah. You saw him full on and then you saw like the side of her face. Right. Well, you can't not see the mouth <laughs> because the mouth has been stretched. I think they may have managed you know. to do that or whatever, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Lilo looks weird. Yeah. I'm, and very bosomy. Well, you know, what probably happened is that when she was more full as far yeah. as her body and she had implants, it wasn't as noticeable. But now that she's like a stick, well, you know, they're for that, that five out. minutes when she was the hottest woman on the planet. Yeah. When she did like the Rolling Stone spread and mm-hmm. stuff and she still looked Hot. awesome. Yeah. That mean um, girl. Now period. that was, I mean, that was real, I think. I would hope so. But that maybe looked, now. Looked real. Now you, though. I yeah. Don't. They're not. Yeah. But. Mm. Now, are you going to watch her on SNL? 
No. I mean, I don't watch SNL generally, yeah. so unless I hear about a bit that was done that, you know, yeah. everyone's like, oh, you got to see this, I may look at that, but I don't know. Yeah, I haven't watched SNL in quite a while, except for, like, the same thing. If I hear somebody say, oh, you know, Daniel Radcliffe did this hilarious skit, yeah. then I'll go and find it online. So the other thing I was going to mention that, unfortunately, um, Davy Jones of the Monkees passed away mm-hmm. yesterday. Did you get the the thing I sent yeah. you? Oh, okay. By um, illegal music. And then you know that was sad. Um, I liked the Monkees. Yeah. I mean, uh, obviously they were a manufactured band, but they still did great music. Um, and, you know, the, and you know, I've even I've seen most of the episodes of the Monkees TV show. Uh, I even saw the movie they did, Head, <laughs> uh, which is really trippy. Um, yeah, I, I did not see that. And one of the um, the other surviving monkeys, I forget which one it was, Mike, uh, posted a very moving thing yesterday about basically that that though he'll miss Davy, that he thinks of death as a transition, and that that Davy is still alive in some other form, and. I often you know, that kind think of stuff. it's interesting what we as humans do to cope, you know, or to, because it's like, you know, yeah, you'd much rather think that he's in a better place or whatever. Well, he didn't say anything about heaven or whatever. Oh, yeah, but, but I'm just saying that he said that he's, what, transcended into a different... Yeah, he was basically saying, you know, that in life we know that, you know, energy cannot be created or, or destroyed. It's just transformed. Mm-hmm. And... He thinks that Davy's energy is just now transformed into whatever else there is. Hmm. But um, it was it was nice if you read it. Um, Davy, I think, was most people's favorite monkey. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, people my age definitely remember him from the Brady Bunch when he was on that one episode where Marsha wanted to get him to sing at the prom. And there's the the great scene when uh, she goes and she's listening to him, and he's in the studio, and he's holding the headphones. And he's not wearing them. He's holding both headphones over one ear. Uh-huh. And he's singing, you know, girl, that's what, you know, all that stuff. And, um, and I saw an interview with him later on where somebody asked him, you know, why, why were you holding the headphones that way? And he was like, I don't know. They just thought it looked cool, you know. And, um, <laughs> and of course, in the Brady Bunch movie in the 90s, uh-huh. you know, he was in it. And, uh, and he sang the, the, the kind of hard rock version of the song. <laughs> and, like, all the teachers who were in their, like, their 40s were, like, shoving people out of the way to get to the stage and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a little bit. I love the Brady Bunch movies. They were good. Yeah. I mean, they were great tributes to the show. Yes, yes. Without, I mean, they were laughing with it as opposed to making fun of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I mean, compared to the other TV to movie versions of things like the Beverly Hillbillies, I mean, come on. The, yeah, the Brady Bunch not, movies are like Oscar winners. Yeah, versus, compared to yeah, that. That, that is true. That didn't work very well. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so what's next? Um, the last thing, I'd sent you a um, message about how the rumor mill is saying that Elizabeth Olsen is is um, dating Alexander Skarsgård. You know, I was actually very confused. Because I what thought you sent that me, there was a bonus. Right, what you sent Olsen. me was a photograph of them all together. And you're like, how odd. And I was like, and I looked at the picture, like, and I was like, well, I guess they kind of all looked like they could be related, but I, I didn't get... Oh, you didn't realize that it was because they're... The no, no was, I mean, it was just a picture. That's weird. No because, yeah, I told, I for, you know, yeah. shared it, and I guess it shared the photo. Um, but, yeah, it's, for one, I'd forgotten that there wasn't bonus Olsen. Um, yeah. She's 23. She's, she's the less, less elfin-looking one, right? 
I mean, well, yeah. Or maybe she looks more like an elf, and the others look more like. Um, yeah. she's very she's, similar she's, to her she's, sisters. She's healthier looking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other two kind of look like gelflings from like the Dark Crystal. <laughs> you know. But yeah, I don't know how old Alexander Skarsgård is. You know, obviously before either late twenties or early thirties. I, I would, would think it would be thirties. Yeah. But um, I know and, before he had dated Kate Bosworth. And so. he is he is a very attractive man. Um, of course, he's on um, True Blood mm-hmm. and uh, is frequently naked. And, uh, you know, I know lots of, of women I know who watch the show. Because they want to Madly see. in lust with him. Okay. Uh, Carrie really liked him when he had the long hair. She doesn't like him as much mm-hmm. since uh, Eric, the character mm-hmm. on the show, chopped his hair off. Oh, okay. But uh, the first few seasons he had uh, very long hair. And uh, she thought he was beautiful. <laughs> um, he's an interesting character on the show. But yeah, I mean, I don't watch it, so. True Blood Awesome is coming back, I think, in June. I wouldn't know. I'm looking forward to the April um, showing of Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. You know, I'm, I, I've seen several trailers for it, and they all look good. I'm actually not, not like waiting excitedly yeah for it i feel like um, it was the wait was wait is the way too long between the first season yeah. and, and now it, and i don't know why i feel long. this way i i'm i have this feeling maybe it's because the second book was not as good as the first mm-hmm. and the third book was not as good as the second and the fourth book was not as good as the third <laughs> and the last book i i didn't like okay um so maybe my hope is They'll just start going off on their own direction. <laughs> I guess kind of like Dexter um, or whatever. Yeah, just... and kind of kind of take some good stuff from the books, yeah. but otherwise move on. Um, but I'm not really thrilled about the second season. Um, I just have this feeling that it's not going to be as good. I don't know why. I mean, and, and I didn't have that feeling between like season one of Walking Dead and Walking Dead I think I heard something about how, you know, obviously the season's going to surprise a lot of people or whatever as far as character development and all that stuff but i'm really only watching for Tyrion, and um you know because the um what is it the incestual sister and brother i don't really care for them and i certainly don't care for joffrey at all so well i mean they're all great characters yeah but i don't yeah obviously because i you know have this disdain for them so um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But like you, I'm not like, oh, it's coming back. It's just, yeah. okay, it'll be back. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing more of the uh, the dragon girl. Um, the what? You know, um, what's her name? She she was married to the uh, the barbarian who died, and now she's the, the leader oh, of the... Oh, oh. Yeah. I just remember them calling her Khaleesi, but I don't remember yeah, what I, the name I, was. For some reason, I can't think of her name right now. But um, the blonde girl with the dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the, what, the ending shot of the se- first season was yeah, she was, was naked her. with the dragons. Yeah, the, the dragons had hatched. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tyrion is uh, Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. Obviously uh, the, the great uh, appeal of the show. Which yes. even in the books, I mean, I love Tyrion. Um, and he, he does the character very well. I wonder if he's... I'm sure we could find it online if he's even read any of the books or... I don't know. Um, you know, I've read some interviews with uh, Peter Dinklage, and um, he seems like, you know, he he might be a little bit of a jerk. Yeah. Um, I get that impression, too. And if you see him, like, even on, like, award shows and stuff, yeah. like the after 
Yeah. Even, okay, when he picked up his, what was it, an Emmy? Yeah. Um, you could tell even in his speech, it was yeah. kind of just kind of like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, in, in several of the interviews, he talks about that, that when he was younger, that he was a very angry person. Oh, he, so this is just kind of, you know, well, remnants of... He says that he's he's better now, you know, but I, I think, you know, I think some of that's just in his nature now. But, you know, <laughs> there was a time, I think, when he, he said that he really, you know, hated the world and blamed the world for his situation. And he was very And for people who don't it. know, he is a little person. Yeah. Um, and then finally, he just, you know, accepted the fact that, you know, that's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he's a tremendous actor. Yes. And, uh, you know, and there's something something um, sexy about him. Yes, there is. You know? Um, and, I mean, I I know think... you like mean people anyway, so, oh, I mean, geez. you're probably looking at him going, wow. Anyway, um, I think even if he was, you know, normal size or whatever, he would still be a very good actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. in the face, his expressions and, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got a very expressive face. And um, I do like actors where you can look at them and see what they're feeling. Uh-huh. They don't have to tell you. <laughs> um, and a lot of actors, I mean, like, like Tom Cruise, I, th- I think he's not a great actor. And he's in great movies sometimes. I guess. Um, but I don't think he's a particularly great actor. Um, whereas Dinklage, I think he is. Because, yeah. okay. I mean, I know, like, compare Game of Thrones to Elf. They're, they were playing... I mean, he played two different yeah. characters, and you bought it. Now, I'll tell you who I think is, is such an underrated actor. I know he finally got an Academy Award nomination this year, finally. Um, is Gary Oldman. That man is amazing. That is true. Um, I watched, uh, rewatched Book of Eli again last night. And, you know, he's he's the bad guy in it. And, I mean, you just have to keep reminding yourself that's Gary Oldman, even though he's not in makeup or anything. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he just he just embodies those characters so much. I mean, he's the same guy who was the villain in Fifth Element. He's the same guy who was the villain in Hannibal. He's the same guy who plays Commissioner Gordon in the Batman movies. Was he also he in... He was in Tinker Taylor Spy, which is what yeah. he was nominated for. Was he also in Harry Potter, or...? Yes. Okay, because I was about to say, I yes. thought he was. And I mean, the, the man is... Um, He's like a renaissance man of film. I mean, he does all these well, different... Yeah, yeah, I just love the fact that from movie to movie, to movie he's, he's good, and he becomes that character. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, he's definitely, I think, and, and the fact that he finally got nominated for Academy Award is just stupid. And uh, is another evidence of why the the Academy is just out of touch. The man should have been nominated years ago. But, I mean, that's the case with, we've discussed it before. Yeah. People like Johnny Depp or um, Robert Downey Jr., those types of, you know, people yeah. that people actually watch are never nominated for these things. Yeah. So... I know, what is it, like, Leo never gets, Leonardo DiCaprio never, always gets shut out, which is, like, this ongoing thing. And yeah. I haven't seen many of his like movies. Him. I did see him in, in Shutter Island, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a great movie. I didn't watch it. Um, based on a great book. But in that case, you know, I mean, I really thought, although he did a good job in it, I thought, you know, a lot of people could have done a good job in that, you know. Um, I have never, never seen the movie with the boat. Um, also known as Titanic. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> I was curious about that movie he did years ago with Tom Hanks, um, where one of them was like a scam artist on their own. It was like... Oh, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. That, that was a good movie. That looked interesting when yeah. I saw it, ever, but I've just never seen yeah, it. Yeah, I did see that. I didn't see Blood Diamond or whatever no. that he did. 
But I, mean, I haven't seen Jay Edgar. No. Yeah. Which I guess, you know, we are getting it. Yeah, for... we're going to be showing that this summer. That and the Iron Lady. Yeah. Which, which I do want to see. I'm curious about that. I, I like Meryl Streep mm-hmm. a lot. Um, you, sometimes she's in bad movies. But she always gives a good performance. Mm-hmm. Um, in that regard, uh, you know, it's, I, I, Michael Caine's one of my favorite actors, too. Sometimes he's been in some hideously bad movies. But I, I respect Michael Caine because he works. You can tell he's a working actor. Yeah. I mean, if you pay him... <laughs> He'll do it. you give him a script, he's going to be in it. And it doesn't matter whether he's he's alongside the Muppets in a Muppet <laughs> Christmas Carol. He's going to give you a Michael Caine performance. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. I respect working actors. You know, same thing with Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, you know, you give that man a script, you know, he, he may be playing me in a movie about the library. Damn it, he's going to play like, an incredible version of me. What's funny is as far as Meryl Streep, I think one of my favorite films... Um, that she did, which is probably like most people would rate it low, was I think she was in Death Becomes Her. Oh, yeah, with I love Goldie that movie. Hawn that was a great movie. Willis. I love that movie. It's a great movie. But I mean, I know it's not one of her yeah. like really serious. But that's like me, gritty... and, me and Carrie will watch She Devil over and over again. That, that <laughs> horrible movie with Roseanne Barr and Mm-mm. Ed Begley Jr. But it had some great moments in it, and she's no. and she's good in it. She's she's um you know Mary Fisher. She's the romance novelist. Um, yeah, I have not movie. seen that. I mean, I, I'm familiar with the movie, yeah, but it's, no. it's it's a great. Well, it's a great movie. It's a it's a fun yes. movie. <laughs> um, but anyway, you know, I, I liked her in Mamma Mia. I liked her in a whole mm-hmm. bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, I've forgotten about that. And Devil Wears Prada, she was good in that. I don't think. Yeah. Did you see? I saw that? Devil Wears Prada. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, you extended people in a minute. So. Anne Hathaway is a very attractive young. She woman. is very beautiful. Yeah. She's, not seen, she's like, her look is kind of throwback to old school Hollywood yeah. a little bit. I have not seen all of her movies, but I have I seen know. all of her because anytime she does a nude scene, I do look at it online. <laughs> um, I think I've seen most of her movies, yeah. but yeah, I, not I appreciate the fact she's a beautiful young woman, and, and recently, pretty much every movie she's naked in. Um, <laughs> Which Barry's like, continue to do that. That's yeah, great. She's, she's an, attractive, an attractive young woman. She's definitely my type. I like the brunettes, you know, with the kind of fair skin, and I'm all over that. All so, right. Yeah. So moving on, what what is next? Are you doing your? I guess we can move into uh, Barry's Comics Corner. Yeah, because you use the same name on the on your other show. I know we did a no. That was a, a cover of the week. We do cover of the week, which is W E E K, where she picks the best cover. Cover of the week, W E A K, and if there's one that qualifies, cover of the freak. Yes, I if did. It's a yeah. little little naughty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a you know I did an Aquaman issue a couple of issues ago. I think I did um, Aquaman number four. I think. I would um, know. Yeah, and you you love the artwork and stuff. Okay, yeah, I'm just saying like I. Uh, know. This is Aquaman number <laughs> six, and uh, this one is kind of a fill-in. The cover is by the normal artist uh, Ivan Race. And on the interior, um, it's breakdowns of Ivan Race, which if you're not a comic book person, what that means is, is he laid out the pages and drew like little bitty, you know, quick sketches and say, draw this here, mm-hmm. that there. But the art is actually by Joe Prado. Um, so the base of it is, is actually... So it's laid out like an Ivan Race thing. Um, I like the glossy, that is like semi-glossy pages. Yeah. Well, and you know, I'm a big fan of shiny artwork. In yes. It, you know, where people look shiny. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. Uh, it's written, of course, by Jeff Johns. Um, Aquaman has been one of the best books since the uh, the reboot and of DC. And uh, in this issue, 
Um, Mira goes to buy dog food. Now, that doesn't sound very exciting. <laughs> yeah, no. But it really is. Because unlike Aquaman, who's born of two worlds, you know, he's human and Atlantean, and he loves surface dwellers. Mm-hmm. Um, Mira like is not. Um, Mira does not understand, really, his fascination with us. And she doesn't understand why he allows himself to be treated in a way that she does not think is befitting him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's king of the seven seas. And people up here call him by his first name and make jokes about him and that kind of stuff. And she's like, you know, you need to give these people a smack down. Um, (laughs) But in this one, she goes to buy dog food. And while she's uh, at the store, she meets this guy who's a little touchy-feely with his teenage uh, employees. And then he gets a little touchy-feely with her. And she says, take your hand away. He doesn't, so she breaks his arm. And uh, so when the police arrives, uh, she allows herself to be taken into custody because Mm -hmm. she knows they're on the way to deal with this um, guy who murdered his wife and is now holding his daughter hostage. And we get to see her trying to meet out what she thinks is proper justice. She's going to kill the guy. I and, uh, you know, she's stopped by the guy's daughter who says, you know, even though he's evil, I still love him. Don't kill him. Um, shades of other people's oh relationships. My gosh. But anyway, uh, and so she she's upset by this because in flashbacks, we we're, go back to her past and Mira was raised to be an assassin. Um, she was raised by enemies of Atlantis, mm-hmm. and her father sent her to seduce Aquaman and kill him. And of course, she went off, met Aquaman, seduced him, and fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. And so she refused to do it. And so her father is like, "Well, you need to kill me, or else you know you're going to die." It's like okay. And so she killed him. And uh, so all of this stuff involving this other girl's father brings back those memories for her. So it's a mirror-centered issue. Matter of fact, Aquaman doesn't show up to the last page. So Mira is his wife or okay. Yeah. Okay. And they, they've had an on-again, off-again relationship ever since she was introduced back in the 60s. Um, depending on who the writer is, they're estranged or they're back together or whatever. Um, but Why does she, her body kind of looks like a man? They define the muscles and stuff? Yeah, I think that's just that way the artist did that. Oh, that okay. Panel. But um, the artwork is not up to Ivan Rice's usually usual standards. As mm-hmm. you can see on the cover, uh, is Rice. But um, it's still good, especially for fill-in issue. Uh, generally, fill-in issues, you know, is not nearly as good. Um, but I didn't miss it too much. The story is really strong. I like Mira. I always have. Um, even back in the, the 60s when they did this huge storyline called the, the Search for Mira, where she was missing for a couple of years and Aquaman was going after her and stuff. Um, in the recent years, she's gotten a lot of um, building up um, to make her more of an equal uh, to Aquaman. Um, and in the story, of course, you know, they play with the, the notion that a lot of people call her Aqua Woman. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I saw you that know, And she's like, you know, that's not my name. My name is Mira. You know, that's not my name. Un- unlike Aquaman, she doesn't see the need to call herself by some silly code name. Yeah. Um, but I like I like the stuff that's going on in this book. Aquaman is awesome. If you're a comic book reader and you're not reading this, I don't really know what the hell's wrong with you. Um, I mean, it's good quality superhero stuff with great characterization, um, nice art. Even this issue, like I said, it was a fill-in artist. It's still good. Mm-hmm. If this guy was the regular artist, uh, I'd be okay with it. I'd still miss Ivan Rice, though. Right. Um, it's good stuff. And next issue, they start a new storyline where they try and find out who sank Atlantis way back in the past. And um, it's really, really good stuff. I give this a four and a half out of five. Um, wow. I would give it a five probably if, if Rice had drawn it. Yeah. But otherwise, I, I just thought it was really solid. I mean, they, they go a little bit overboard with the creepy 
guy in the uh, grocery store. Uh, just in the fact that, I mean, he's obviously hitting on the teenage girl, which is okay. But which then, is okay. Well, I mean, as a character <laughs> thing. But then Mira shows up, and he's, like, immediately, like, copping feels and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on, really? I mean, how did this guy make it at this point without being arrested? You know? <laughs> but, um, you know, Mira's a great character. Aquaman's a fun character. Great book. So, highly recommended. This is Aquaman number six from DC Comics. Cool. Speaking of comics and comic book characters. So, this will be one of the cover of the, the week nominees. Oh, okay. With your Geek other show. show. Yes. <laughs> but, um, the, the Avengers movie that's coming out. Yes. I saw the, I guess, extended trailer or whatever um, yeah. yesterday, and I'm excited, you know, to see all those characters. Obviously, I think, you know, you warmed up to most of them in Iron Man. Um, yeah, or, or in my yeah, case, you know, over the, the 40 years that I've been yes, in Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I assume you're also looking forward to seeing what Hollywood does with... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, um, I still have not seen Thor. Yeah, I have not. Um, I liked Which Captain I America a lot. Mm -hmm. It was really good. I didn't see um, Yeah, I didn't I see I liked how his costume looked better in the Captain America movie than in this, though. His costume <laughs> looks stupid in the Avengers. I mean, he really does. Oh, my gosh. Um, but Iron Man's in this. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's in black leather. Mm -hmm. um, that's great. I, I'd be fine if Hawkeye wasn't in it. Who the hell? I, mean, yeah. I, I know there okay. are people, there are comic book people who love Hawkeye. I've never cared for Hawkeye. Hawkeye could be gone and I would not miss him I, I don't care about I've never liked Hawkeye so the fact that they're they're using him in the first Avengers movie is like really I mean I would rather see them use the Vision or the Scarlet Witch get, get another girl in do there. you know who plays that dude? I don't care oh, okay oh, oh wow okay I don't care what's the character's name that Samuel L. Jackson does Nick Fury okay yeah all right uh, who runs Shield? Mm -hmm. Which uh, they have a different meaning for the acronym now. Back in the old really? days, when I was growing up, it was the Supreme Headquarters of International Espionage and Law Division. Okay. But now it's like something with logistics and all this kind of stuff, because uh, oh. they thought the old one was too man from Uncle, and so now it's more modern sounding. But I, I don't like it. It's the <laughs> Supreme Headquarters of International Espionage and Law Division. Damn it. <laughs> okay. You know? No need to change it. Yeah. But anyway. It's almost like changing the name of the TARDIS to something else, or the meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, mean, I think it's gonna be great. Now we'll probably see the Lorax this weekend, and then I'm hoping to see John Carter the next weekend. I've been here. I mean, as far as on Twitter, Twitter and stuff, I've been seeing a lot of people posting yeah. stuff about it. And I mean, I just, I, I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't see why everyone's excited. But I guess that's just me. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what probably. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm kind of worried that even if it does well, it's kind of like the Green Lantern movie. Mm -hmm. um, I think even if it does really well, I think it's going to be classified as a flop because um, both of them had budgets well over $200 million. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, the budget for this movie is like Avatar level, Jeez. which means they've really got to make, you know, I mean, they've got to make three, $400 million to make a good profit. When you count into account, you know, the marketing yeah, and so yeah. forth. And that's asking a lot. That um, is in this in this economy. You know, a lot of people are dismissing this as kind of a vanity project. Because okay. the guy who directed is the guy who did WALL-E and okay. other stuff for Pixar. This is Pixar's first live action movie. Oh, and see, I didn't even realize it was This is Pixar. Pixar. It says Pixar all over it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he was going to leave. Mm -hmm. He was going to go do other stuff. And, then and Pixar what? was like, no, 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 Dangled you need to stay. You need to stay. And they said, you know, 
basically, what do you want to do? They said, we'll let you do whatever you want to do if you stick around and sign a new deal. And so he says, I want to make John Carter. And so, Which, again, for people like me who don't know who John Carter is. Uh, John Carter of Mars, Warlord of Mars, was created uh, back in the 1930s uh, by Edgar Rice Burroughs. Okay. Actually, it was before that. It was really in like the 1920s and teens. Um, created by Edgar Rice Burroughs, who's the guy who created uh, Tarzan. Mm-hmm. And uh, it created the genre of uh, planetary romance. Okay. Um, if you read the books, they're equal parts romance and adventure. Uh, John Carter is a Civil War veteran who um, one night uh, is overtaken by this. He's staring up at the sky and he's looking up at, at Mars up in the sky. And it seems larger than usual in the night sky. And he, he feels strangely sleepy and he, he passes out. So, um, and when he wakes on Earth up. And he's seeing Mars? Yeah. You know, okay. you know, in the night sky, there are these things, stars, you know, they're actually planets. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not looking on the, the landscape, but he can see, he knows where it is in relation to the other stars. Okay. And it seems larger than normal. All right. Um, and so he passes out, and when he wakes up, he's naked, and he's on Mars. Now, of course, you have to keep in mind, in the marketing for the movie, they're not mentioning it's Mars. And part of that is because uh, there's this theory that movies with Mars in the title are always flops. Oh, yeah, Mission to Mars. Yeah, and... Mars Needs Moms, <laughs> uh, Mars Attacks, uh, all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, because when they were written, they were written based on what was then popular theories about the planet, that it might have a thin atmosphere, that it might have life on it, that it has canals on Mars, uh-huh. all those kind of things, which, of course, now we know is not true. So they didn't want to use it because of that? Well, you, you'd have to get into explaining. Well, yeah, but it's So like... in the movie, I, I suspect if, if they ever mention Mars, and I don't think they will, um, I, think they'll, I think they're just going to describe this as an alien world. They're going to call it by what the people on Mars called it, which is Barsoom. Okay. So I suspect they will call it Barsoom. All right. Um, but yeah, he ends up naked. He's on Mars. Um, he find he meets these green skin, green skin, four armed guys called Tharks who live there. Uh, there's humanoid people who live there. There are these red skinned uh, people who live in a uh, city called Helium. <laughs> and uh, and of course he meets and falls in love with Dejah Thoris, um, <laughs> who is the princess of Helium. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she, in the book, she is described, everybody in the books is naked. Oh, okay. They wear boots and stuff, but, That's... you know, because, you know, the ground's hard. But they're, <laughs> they're all naked, right? And so even Deja, she's naked. Because there's climate control. There. Except for, like, little adornments of jewelry and so forth. But, of course, in the movie, everybody's going to be wearing clothes for obvious reasons. But in the books... Oh, it would be kind of um, cool if they did the whole paint body paint thing yeah. or something. And... In, in the books, of course, Deja is described as indes- indescribably beautiful. As always. And I don't think the girl they have playing Deja is nearly hot enough. It's, it's impossible to get somebody who would be that beautiful because she's described as indescribably beautiful. Yeah, yeah. No matter who you got, it's not going to live up to your your impressions of what she should have looked like. But well, nice I definitely don't she... think the girl they got was anywhere near that. Oh, okay. Years ago, I would have thought, um, who's that girl that... Um, uh, Justin Timberlake is engaged Selena. to... Selena. Oh, sorry. Jessica Biel. I was Jessica Biel. You were saying um, Around Biel. the time like she was in Blade 3 and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, she had the build 
and everything, I think, for it. Now she's a little, like all Hollywood people, she gets stringy at some point. They all get to size three, and they look like they're, you know, gristle. But back when she was a little curvier, or even somebody like Catherine Zeta-Jones, um, back around the time of, like, uh, was it Entrapment Zorro and Zorro okay. and stuff like that, she she would have been my so kind like, of idea. So, like, would a Kate Beckinsale work, or even a Jennifer Connelly type? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, to me. Yeah. But, again, other people would say, you know, oh, that's not how I picture an indescribably beautiful woman. See, I would actually Obviously, that's, like, you know, my type. Based on you saying that, I'm now watching um, Celebrity Apprentice, and one of the people on there is Miss Universe. Mm -hmm. She is, I mean, gorgeous. And not, like, not, like, in-your-face kind of thing. I mean, even though that is kind of it, but just looking at her, just kind of calms you and I don't know it's something I mean about she, her. she should be somebody tall which which she is um stacked but not to the point of yeah she should be like athletic and yet still curvy right um and that's her I'll that have kind to show stuff. you afterwards she's yeah. beautiful she, she needs to look equally like you know she's you know amazingly sexy and yet you could believe if she was kicking your ass okay you know, yeah, um, and that's why I said like Jessica Beale or something like that because it, because she was obviously athletic, mm-hmm. she was fit, and yet she still had tatas and that kind of thing. See, I love like Rachel Weiss. Uh, Rachel Weiss is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss would be a terrible um, character for her because I would not believe Rachel Weiss was kicking. Oh, well, yeah, I guess. I guess. You know, her wrists are too thin. She's <laughs> she's kind of short. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This huh. this should be somebody. I don't want to say Amazonian, Amazonian, because that makes you think of like Xena, and Xena's not pretty. Enough. Right. It has to be somebody beautiful, and 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 to me, the girl who they actually have in the movie is like. Eh. So you need the balance eh. of being delicate and kind yes. of rough. Okay. And um. Anyway, so that's the movie. Um, and I'm looking forward to, to seeing So him. that's it? So he fall, you just said, on, and he falls in love with... Yeah, he falls in love with Deja. Um, what he are helps, issues with, with that as far as him being human? And Well, you know, because he comes from Earth, um, the gravity on Mars is lighter. So he's actually somewhat superhuman compared to them. Um, he's, he can jump, you know, a quarter of a mile, oh, all okay. that kind of stuff. And so he helps save the day. And at the end of the first book, in fact, um, I mean, there's years... It says at the end, you know, he's with her for years and all this kind of stuff. And then one night he goes to sleep and he wakes up and he's back on Earth. And it's like years later and he's like, how am I ever going to get back? It's like it and, never um, happened. <laughs> no, it's been years though. No, no, I'm just saying as far as him waking, waking yeah. up at, and um, back on Earth. So. Yeah, years later. Um, but, you know, he eventually makes it back, obviously, because there's 11 books in the series. Um, in the later books, uh, they're frequently about, you know, his daughter and stuff, Thuvia. Um there's a whole book called oh. Thuvia Made of Mars and stuff. Okay. But, um, but yeah, I wonder how much of the series they'll pull from for the movie because I know sometimes they'll... Yeah, I imagine they'll just stick to the first book. But, um, you know, I, I don't know how well it's going to do, and I think part of it is because um, the people who've seen it, the early reviews are very, very positive, uh, but I don't think the trailers have been that great. Um, they don't tell you that much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they've avoided letting most people know it's a period piece. I mean, it's set in the 1800s. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, I can see um, why they would do that. Yeah, because they, they're like, oh, people don't want to go to Mars. They don't want to know it's that in the past. Well, that and they don't want to see period pieces. I'm like, if you're trying right. to target audiences more yeah. like they like action and stuff, they don't want to I mean, they're trying it. to make it look like Avatar, which Avatar and all those things are 
are based on John Carter. I mean, all the notions of a guy who goes to another planet and falls in love with a native girl and mm -hmm. becomes the hero. I mean, that's all taken from John Carter. John Carter was the first one. Um, and I think instead of impressing upon people the fact that this is what Avatar stole from, <laughs> it looks like it's another kind of Avatar movie. But they stole from that and Fern Gully. And from what? Fern Gully. I know you keep saying off cheese, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I, I don't think they've they've successfully advertised it well. I mean, I think I've maybe um, seen it on the the trailer on TV once, but I I don't even remember. It. And see, that's weird because I mean, I, you know, I've seen the trailer on TV at least thirty or forty times. They advertise it all the freaking time. Maybe it's because of what I'm watching. And yeah, they probably station. don't advertise it during toddlers and tiaras. Oh my gosh, it's on hiatus. Right, but um, you know, and the guy who plays John Carter, he looks okay. He's not how I would have pictured him. Okay. Um, but I'll show you a Michael Whelan po painting of uh, the cover to Princess of Mars, which is the first book. Okay. Um, show you. Because he, he does a very good Deja Thoris. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it anyway. Um, and I'm going to see it. I don't, I don't think I'll be seeing it. But you have, pretty, you know, honestly, pretty bad taste of movies. No. You do. No. I just mine is so different. last last weekend you saw the Tyler Perry movie yeah Tyler Perry's Good Deeds right and before that you saw what um The Vow and there's another one because I think that I was saw the Descendants feature. yeah I saw that but that was like the week before mm -hmm. um, and next you're going to see that horrible Jennifer Aniston thing they're not showing that at that theater oh, okay. but or are you going to see that horrible movie with Reese Witherspoon yeah if it's still there I'll that's what I'll watch. <laughs> But, it's yeah. like you're deliberately picking crappy movies. But yeah, I've seen Descendants, One for the Money, The Vow, Tyler Perry. I can't remember what that fifth movie was. Hmm. See, not a one of those is anything I'm. I know. I even know. personally <laughs> interested in. You know. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I I like to mix it up a little bit. You know, obviously the romance stuff, the chick movies, I like to see depending on yeah. Um, it's funny, I've been seeing a trailer for a movie, I, I think it must be an, a Nicholas Sparks-based one, where Zac Efron is um, in it. He's like, he's in the army and blah, blah, blah. He finds a picture of a woman, and when he gets back, he tries to find her. Um, and he looks really hot in it. And his acting is actually decent, based mm. on the trailer stuff. So, I do want to see that. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, no, I know. I know Zac Efron's in the Lorax. Well, his voice, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dismissive <laughs> of that as an acting. What? No, I'm saying. <laughs> well, well I'm you know, just it's saying his if voice. people are going to the movie and are expecting to see him, they're not going to see. Well, it's him. animated, so I mean. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Taylor Swift is in it as well. She's she's the <laughs> voice actor actress for the main character, but um, for the female main character, I suppose. So you're going to see a bunch of crap, and uh, I'm going to see The Lorax and uh, John Carter. And then we'll so both when see is the John Avengers. Carter coming out? Uh, not this weekend, but next. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, the Avengers movie, strangely enough, you know, in the UK, it's going to have a different title. It's going to be called Avengers Assemble. Why is that? Because of the Avengers. Uh, the Avengers, uh, you know, Emma Peel, John Steed. It was a very popular uh, television show in the 60s. Okay. Um, 
in the UK, and they, they repeated it over here as well. And they actually made a horrible, horrible, god-awful movie that if you're a fan of the Avengers, you should not see. And if you've never seen the Avengers, do not watch it and think that's the Avengers that starred Ralph Fiennes, Uma Thurman, and Sean Connery. Oh, okay. okay. That was in the 90s. It was yeah, god-awful. I didn't see that, but... Um, but yeah, you should watch the original, but so, especially I mean, Emma Peel, who is beautiful. But you've heard of Emma Peel, right? yeah, she yeah, I have. Me. But I'm just saying, it's why would they change the title though? Because I mean, it's still based on the Avengers. Because which, the Avengers in England, if you say it, everybody's going to think of John Steed and Emma Peel because that's a cultural icon over there. Okay. So if you call it the movie The Avengers, there's going to be confusion. So you call it Avengers Assemble. Because of the comics, that's what they yell when they go into battle. They go, okay. Avengers Assemble! Okay. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know you're like a lot of Americans. You think just because it's not popular here, then screw the rest of the world. What? No, I mean, uh, you know I do watch some British stuff. Yeah. So, you know, but I often, I do have the mindset of, you know, well, they're just this tiny place, so... What's popular there ultimately doesn't matter in the big scheme of things. It's just like, you know, absolutely fabulous. If they made an American movie called Absolutely Fabulous. People would assume that, yeah. When, they, I would when it was shown in the UK, I would assume they would, they, yeah. would, they would switch the title somehow. Probably. Yeah. So. Huh, okay. Yeah. So are we done? I'm tired of doing this. <laughs> what? I don't feel like you brought your A game today. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you did do the hoops and um, yo-yo. yo-yo thing, and it said it was going to be a bad show. People at home are like, what the hell is she talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know. Now? You did do the hoops and yo-yo thing. He got a little, it's kind of like a magic eight ball, right. but... You, you tap it, and hoops and yo-yo will answer your question. Yeah. Hoops and yo-yo, of course, being the car- cartoon characters from uh, Hallmark cards mm-hmm. and stuff. I love hoops and yo-yo. So, yeah, it, they had said... It was going to be a bad show. Well, no, they 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 said no, yes, no, no, yes. I mean, yeah, let's uh, let's go with maybe. <laughs> so you see, okay, I think it was maybe a good show, whereas you don't. Yeah. All right. Now, if you do get married to mm-hmm. to Kenrick when he comes back from Texas, well, I'm not going to marry him right when he gets back. If you back. do, though, <laughs> um, I think we should do a special episode. What kind of special? Like a episode? wedding episode. And then you get married on the air. Yeah, that's it. Then you can do a separate thing for your family. Right? <laughs> okay. But the actual wedding should be on the air. Yeah. And then, you know, I'll get Joel and everybody who's kind of on my side of the issue. And when they say, is, is there, there anybody who would like to, to speak See, up just now? just for that, I would like intentionally change that part. <laughs> Because, you know, in some of some weddings, they don't even include Yeah, that. I think that should be so, there. And then so there should be can... like, you know, a mass, you know. Arr, 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 arr. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, whatever. That would be awesome. <sighs> For you? Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I would say the line starts here. Oh, my. You <laughs> know, a whole group of people. So this is the last <laughs> episode of this season. Yeah, we're probably going to take at least a six, seven-day hiatus. Um, and then start the next season. I think we should shake it up next year. Show's gotten stale. Um, maybe we should, I don't know, bring back the chumps. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we need to actually have, yeah. And I don't know what the hell happened to Allie Fox. We used Uh, to have this person named Allie Fox. Who had reviewed our shows for a while. Do you still have his his phone number on the thing? On what thing? 
Oh, the yeah, phone? Yeah, only yeah. phone. I believe so. Well, you got to call him. <laughs> call him right now. Put him on the damn show. No. Why not? We're wrapping it up, and I'd have to go get the phone and then figure out which number was actually his. Well, like so many people have called that phone. Well, there's been people to call it. I mean, you know, like creditors yeah. for whoever had the number before. <laughs> yeah, we got to call him and say, you know, Allie, how come you don't listen to the show anymore? Yeah, sure. So you're not going to do it? No, I mean, you can do it if you want. I'm tired. I'm, I don't want to do this anymore. I thought, I, I brought it up as far as the end of the season because I thought maybe we were doing a hiatus or something. I, I want you to get the phone so I can call Allie Fox. What? I want to call Allie Fox. <sighs> okay. All right, that's why going to go phone. get the phone because this is the season finale. We need, to, we need to find out what's going on with Allie. Um... Uh, Latoya went uh, this morning and got some Starbucks and a scone. She's become addicted to these things. Um, so she gets them like, I don't know, five, six times a week. And, uh, you know, they're okay. They're like little, little hard cake things with uh, icing on them. Um, but I, I'm not a fan of uh, coffee at all. Actually, she's not a fan of coffee either. She gets the most uncoffee coffees possible. The ones with like, like caramel and vanilla and... Uh, whipped cream and all this kind of stuff because uh, she she's not gonna man up and actually drink real coffee. Um, are you, why are you why why are you making fun of my my coffee drinks? Yeah, I talked about your scones too. What about the scones? They're good. I'd say they're pretty good. Yeah, they're like the little hard bread with uh, icing on them. I you know I have one for you. Oh, well, thank well, you. Maybe you can have it for dessert. I'm trying to see. Um, I know with these older phones or you know non-iPhones, they have the ability of searching. Did we call him at one point or he called I us? I think he always called us. Did he? Yeah, he called and left messages, remember? And then he was complaining that we didn't check our messages. Huh. Don't but I mean, obviously call. it was seasons ago now. Re okay, here's the received calls log. This is thrilling, folks. <laughs> I don't know if that says... That could be his number. Is it local? Yeah, it was back in July. Call it. And you said you wanted to do it. There's. Is that? Are you thinking it's here? The the. The four seven eight number. It went dark on me. Okay, how do I select with this one? We talked to him for thirteen minutes. So I assume it was him. Gosh. Well, it's not an iPhone. I don't know how to work this thing. You don't look that comfortable with it either. All right. Is, I guess it, is it on speaker? On speaker. Um, I don't know how to get it on speaker. I guess maybe when they pick up. I don't know. We've done it before, though. Okay, so it's just ringing. We're watching it ring. Look <laughs> <laughs> all these long gaps. Yeah. I guess there's no answering machine. It's definitely Allie Fox then. Because, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's been ringing for a little bit. There's no... Yeah, because I wanted to talk to Allie about, you know, uh, the Phantom Menace 3D and uh, so forth. <laughs> it stopped um, ringing. For, it paused for like a second and then it started ringing again. Maybe it was forwarded to somewhere. I guess. I, I can't get him on the phone. 
Okay, well, we tried to call Ali Fox, formerly the show's super fan. Yes. Uh, now, I, I'd say he's at least down to number three. <laughs> I mean, because Joel listens to the show. Yes, and my brother um, still listens to it. Your brother listens to the show. I don't think anybody else does. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I do. Do you look at the stats to see how many times it's downloaded or anything? No. I mean, I just... Because, you know, iTunes, you can't do it within, as far as iTunes tracking. Right. But um, you can do it via the RSS feed and see how yeah. many times people have. And, I mean, it has been a couple times, but I really hadn't been paying too much attention. Because, I mean, on Libsyn, I mean, I could just log in and I could see that Uber Geeks has been downloaded 35 times since mm-hmm. last Friday. Yeah, no, you can't do that with within iTunes itself. There's right, no yeah. tracking in iTunes, but yeah, the feed itself I burned, and so I am able to feed. But burn. you don't know the stats. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I guess we should end this. This was a this was a pitiful end to the season. I know. Well, maybe it's um you know, rem or just a. Gosh, I'm a lot uh, at a loss for words today. Okay, well, why don't we go to the Facebook page? You folks can go there and vote about whether or not Latoya should come back for next season. Oh my gosh! Or uh, you know, who would you like to see her replaced by? Maybe we could uh, get Sarah in here once a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you remember Sarah, um, Virginia could be my new co-host. Could be yeah, in the stacks of I'm Virginia. I'm sure you're going to be like, oh yay! Virginia, Virginia has a lot of interesting things to talk about. She yeah, listens but, to the show. This is our, yeah, this is our time. And, and probably Virginia and I have a lot more um, in common. As far as your pop geek, culture geek factor? Yes. Because yes. I know she she was big into Munchkin. And I was going to actually ask, I what? need to ask her because Munchkin is about to come out with a Conan uh, game. So I was going to ask her What that. is Munchkin? Munchkin is... A company? Such a loser. What? Munchkin is a card game. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Um, I play traditional card games, spades, rummy, you know that kind of stuff. I don't know what. Yeah, you're this is like about. fun stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Virginia's a possibility. Sarah, we could bring her back. Maybe Dabs. Me and Dabs could kind of shoot the breeze for an hour or so. Dabs doesn't want to shoot the breeze with you for that long, <laughs> <laughs> and certainly not Jerry. And he won't. He doesn't want to do that either. Yeah. Well, we can't have you and Jerry in because you've you've made it clear that you don't trust him. That's not. Oh my god! You did. You no, no, no. No, you no. made it out to be. No, you said you didn't trust him. <laughs> I did. I didn't trust him to do what it is he was supposed to do while I was not in the room because you were is, in there. Which is and, not trust. Okay. Yeah. I guess to make it clear to people, we were drawing for a place to go eat. Yeah. And, and she did not trust Jerry and to do it. Yes. Because, like I said, you she were there. She wanted to witness him do it. Yes. I didn't want it to be influenced by anything. So, whatever. Uh, but. How many seasons has it been? Has it been five? Uh-huh. Five seasons. Five. Yeah. So, we've been doing this for five, five or years? six. No. Yeah, no. No. Well, because we do 12 episode seasons. <coughs> right. You know. So, I mean, we've been doing the show since 2010. I started bringing one of Julian's children's books and read it on the air. Um, I don't know if I told you about the Crickle Crack, Mm-mm. but it was the most disturbing children's book I've ever read. Now, I mean, there would probably be copyright <laughs> well, how issues. Do you, how do you get it? Well, I mean, I don't know. He's, he's one he's had for ages. But, okay. <laughs> um, there would probably be copyright issues about me reading the entire book on the air, but that's really the only way to get it across. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm actually kind of curious It was It was now. really chilling because uh, when, when I was, when I was done reading it. it's a kid's it, book. Yeah, when I was done reading it, um, you know, I told Carrie about it. 
I described it all to her, and and uh, and she was like, "Wow!" She was like, "That does sound creepy." And I was like, "Yeah, it's, it's a hor- horrible, horrible story, but it was effective. It's kind of an anti-drug story. I mean, if they <laughs> don't say that in a kid's book, yeah. But um, because I mean, he picked up on it because I, I told him, I said, "You know, I think they're talking about drugs." And he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, drugs are bad, blah blah." <laughs> you know, I mean, he he picked up on the subtext. Wow. And there was subtext to this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really, really creepy. It was, it was well done. But creepy also. It was very creepy. Well, yeah, bring it in for our next show. It's I'm, called The I'm Crickle curious. Crack. Yeah. and uh, See, it, I mean, and there's the crack part of it, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love to be able to read it on air, but if we might get sued, I don't know. <laughs> it was a serendipity book, which I don't think they publish serendipity books anymore. They mm-hmm. were, like, published back in the 70s. But, um... I mean, we should be able to get away with it. I mean, it is um, a book. You find books in the library and <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But uh, maybe we'll do that next week. Kick off the uh, season with uh, Barry's story time. And, Yay! Uh, yeah. Okay. Any last thing you want to say? I don't want to do Sum up this season or whatever. What the hell's wrong with that, you? That's what... There what you the go. That's the summary. You? I don't want to do this show. I'm tired. <laughs> Why are you tired? Because you stayed up all night talking to your boyfriend in Texas? No, I didn't stay up all night. What time did you get to bed? 12-ish. Right. You knew you had to get up and be at work at 9, although you weren't here at 9. Well, I, t- <laughs> I would have been if I didn't stop to, to inflate my tires, which is something I was going to mention. You know, I'd, or, or for Christmas, I'd received one of the items on my wish list that's a tire inflator. Yeah. That thing is so cool. Because your wish list consists of things like tire inflator irons and like you know emergency rations in case of like a, <laughs> a I mean, nuclear it's war your wish list it's things you want even like mine yes they they're practical items and you may need them but right. it's also yeah. something i want and i understand you know there are things you could need and stuff i just think it's so funny that that's your wish list because i did remove you'd made fun of the fact that i had like my filter for my fridge on there and so i moved it to another like a list that no one sees because, yeah, you were like, why would you have something like that on there? And I told you, it's something I needed and wanted. So, yeah. anyway, so, yeah, that I used it for the first time today. And it is really awesome. Because you can preset it for what your tire pressure is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then when you turn it on, it fills it, it tells you what the pressure is presently. And then it fills it to yeah, that I've point and auto shuts off. Yeah. So, I do like that. And it's it has cool. a light and stuff. You actually have one? Do you yeah, use one. it? I mean, I, I, I haven't needed to, but I have one. Um, how have you... Okay. Well, how would I have, uh, have one? No, how have you not had a need to use it? Because I haven't had a... I haven't had, like, a warning that my uh, my tires are low and they look low. So oh, yeah. Oh, I, take I it in to get Yeah, your car does have yeah. the... Um, so anytime I take it in to, like, you know, get serviced, I'm like, yo, check the tires. Yeah, and they usually do anyway, yeah. but... Yeah. But um, I was going to tell you... That I think we need to add a section on the show called uh, you know, listener racist? feedback. <laughs> uh, if you call and leave us a voicemail, mm-hmm. we'll play it on the air and respond to it. Um, if you post something on Facebook, then we'll read it on the air and respond to it. Um, and you know, with the Uber Geek show, we actually have our own email address. Uh, we so have our own email what is it? address for the show. What is it? I don't remember. Well, All see, that's, that's a problem, see. All right, well, so no, we can give the email address, <laughs> and then if you send us an email, we'll read it online, on the air, 
and respond to it. And that way we'll get a little bit more interactivity and it'll give us fodder to talk about. Um, so, all right, here it is. Uh, LaToya can't read it. Uh, it's, it's right here. Bury in the stacks. Well, that's for me. Yep. Or there's LaToya in the stacks. I think or I did just in, in the, the stacks. In the stacks yeah. at TLLSGA.org. Yeah. So any one of those three. Um, and I hate that there's, you know, we use WordPress for our website at the library. And there's certainly differences with WordPress.org versus .com. Uh -huh. You can go in and easily change the um, the name of your page. Uh -huh. Whereas in org, there's a, um, a structure. And so right now I have it defaulted to just a page number or whatever. Um, you can't, without a lot of um, finagling, you can't go in there and name a page. So it can't be tlsga.org slash stat in the stacks. Right. Which is what's on the card. But I'm trying to figure, I was trying to figure oh, out. Oh, so the address on here is incorrect? Right. When we switched over to that. Oh, yeah. Because just like with the employment page. Um, it does, you can't just go slash employment. Now I want to change it, but it looks like you have to do some sort of special plug-in and then... Now, you know, if you'd like to call and leave us a voicemail. Yes. It's 478-387-5233. I have been bad about... Um, do we have any voicemails? It shows that there's voicemail. Oh, well, hell. I mean, <laughs> That's I, probably from last May. Who knows? I'm just... <laughs> I don't... We have an in-the-stacks phone. Yeah, and we've never... We don't really, you know, use it, but... But I, if you call and leave us voicemails, Latoya will check it, and we will play it on the air if she can figure out how to access the voicemail. Like I said, this and, is an older, uh, older school, um, old-school phone, and it takes me a second to... Do you want me to just give out your cell number? No. <laughs> I'm saying, I mean, I'll be able to figure it out. Yeah. But I've never like accessed the voicemail on this thing, so I'm like, is So that's it something to look need... forward to for next season. I We're have listener feedback. We're going to find out what happened to Allie Fox. I guess. And uh, maybe we'll have guests and stuff. Okay, call in voicemail. Maybe I'll try and line up uh, a guest for next week. It says I have no messages. Okay, so I did check the voicemail, cool. and there's none. All right. And I'll, I'll clear out... So that's clear, and I'll clear out the um, the old stuff, and then see if whatever yeah. new comes in. Because I, I want to I want to find out if anybody's listening and what they think. They can call in and say whatever they want to. They can also leave reviews for us on iTunes. Um, I haven't actually checked to see if there are any reviews, so we probably need to do that. I doubt there are. And obviously, if, if you if you post a review, I will read it on the air and respond to it. And you know, for those who care, really. We generally record the show between 10 and 11 on, on Thursdays. Thursdays. So even if you called at any crazy point during the show, we'd stop and just answer the If phone. we have the phone with us. I will make... <laughs> because I know, I know Allie tried to do that one time, and you didn't have the phone with us. Yeah. And, so. and after that, I was supposed to always bring it or right. something. And we used to have this thing that would make noise. It's, it's in my <laughs> office. <laughs> so we could do sound effects and stuff. Whatever. But, yeah. Okay, and I will try and have um, some chump questions, and maybe we'll have a celebrity chump next week. Celebrity chump. Well, maybe we'll get back Derek Ferguson. That's true. You know, he could flirt with you again. <laughs> um, or we could get Tommy Hancock on, or we could have Joel on, or, uh, or any of that stuff. Maybe we'll get Joel on, and I'll ask him five questions about the history of computers. 
I don't know if he'd like that, but okay. Well, I mean, it's in his related field. Normally, it's people get upset because I ask them questions that are deliberately unrelated to them in any way. But that should be in his wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and uh, finally really log off. Uh, Latoya's leaving, so um, I'm not leaving. I'm sitting here trying you to checked out this. minutes ago. Do uh, you mean like an hour ago? Yeah. So this is Barry signing off for season five. I think it's six. It's one of the seasons. All right, this is Barry signing off for season twenty-two. <laughs> this is Mokanis signing out. Bye. Bye.